Greetings, brothers and sisters. Let us start with our scripture reading. Our scripture reading will come from Psalms 91, verses 1 through 7. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God. In Him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and on his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid of the terror by night, nor for the arrow that fleeth by day nor for the pestilence that walketh in the darkness, nor for the destruction that waste at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come to thee. Let us pray. O Heavenly Father, we're thankful for this day. We thank you, Lord, for your mercy and your kindness. We thank you, Lord, for your mercy and grace that has endured down through the ages up until this present time. Thank you, Lord, for a portion of health, strength, and prosperity. We ask your blessings, Lord, for all that are under the sound of my voice, for all that are members of this household. We ask that you provide a covering, Lord, provide a covering of protection that keeps us safe from illness, all harm and danger. Be a fence around us, Lord. Protect us from sin. Lead us, guide us. Be a lamp unto our feet, a light unto our path, so that none of us will stray. We ask a special blessing for the pastor of this household, Bishop Fuller. We pray, Lord, that you bless him in a mighty way. Bless him and keep him strong in the word. Bless him such that he can pass those blessings on to us. We ask a blessing for the Macedonia church family. In spite of all the things that are going on in this world, Lord, we know that uh, you're still in charge. Help us keep the faith. Help us hold on, knowing that if we just trust in you, everything will be all right. We thank you, Lord, for what you've done. We thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. 
We thank you, Lord, for what you're going to do. These and all blessings we ask in thy name. Amen. Greetings, family. I greet you in the wonderful, mighty, and matchless name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Good to have you with us for another Bible study. Pray that you all are doing well. Macedonia, Macedonian friends and family, all of you know that I'm praying for you. Uh, much is going on, much is happening in our country, um, you know, and uh, this is a time of prayer um, and a time of, uh, of really just seeking God. Listen, I uh, began on last week with a series entitled uh, Keys of the Kingdom. I'm actually calling this Keys for Living the Kingdom Life. I want to ask you a question. How you living? Macedonia, how you living? Friends, how are, how are you living? I, 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 I know you're going to tell me that you're living the life you were born to live. What kind of life is that? It's the kingdom life. Listen, I'm convinced that in order to live the kingdom life, you have to you have to know the keys of the kingdom and know how to use the keys so that you can live the kingdom life. You cannot live the kingdom life without kingdom keys. And so uh, we're talking about the keys of the kingdom or the keys for living the kingdom life. Now, I shared with you on uh, on last week, the first key is obedience obedience is is the first one that we all have to uh we all have to have and all have to use obedience uh opens up the door for blessing and favor i shared that with you on sunday now today we're going to be talking about the key of faith the key of faith we're going to read our, our reference scripture coming from matthew chapter 16 verses 13 through 19. now let me share this with you get this let's get this out now i need you to get pen and paper. I'm giving you scripture. I'm, I'm sitting now because I'm going to be teaching these messages uh, and not just and not necessarily preaching them. And so I need you to get a pen and paper because I'm going to give you a number of different scripture references. We're going to be studying. That's why I'm sitting. We're going to be studying uh, these scripture references and, and so that we can know uh, what the keys are and how we can use the keys. And it's also important to know when to use the keys. And so our scripture reference for these messages comes from Matthew chapter 16, verses 13 through 19, familiar passage of scripture, in particular verse 19 though. But for context sake, I wanna read the entire, uh, the entire uh, uh, passage there, or pericope there. And so again, Matthew 16, 13 through 19, the scripture says, when Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples saying, who do men say that I am? I, I, the son of man am. So they said, and they said, some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others Jeremiah and one or one of the prophets. He said to them, well, who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered and said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus answered and said to him, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father who is in heaven. And I say to you, that you are Peter, and upon this rock I, I will build my church, and the gates of Hades, New King James Version, the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. And here it is. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Now listen to what Jesus says. He says, I will give you the keys. Remember I told you now, not the keys to the kingdom of heaven, but the keys of the kingdom of heaven. The keys too means that you have the power, uh, the authority to let in and out uh, whoever comes into heaven. The keys of the kingdom of heaven means that there are keys of heaven. There are certain keys that uh, unlock doors. Remember I told you, keys do two things. They either unlock doors 
unlock or unlock doors or start and stop systems. I'm gonna say it again. You need to write that down. Keys either lock or unlock doors or start and stop systems. Jesus says, I'm giving you the keys of the kingdom of heaven so you can unlock doors on your behalf or start systems working for your, for, on, on your behalf. And so the keys, again, are given so that we can, they can unlock and lock doors, start, system, start and stop systems. Jesus is saying, I'm giving you access so that, watch this, whatever you unlock on your behalf on earth, heaven will unlock that for you as well. Whatever you lock on earth, you can lock, you can block, you can stop your blessings. Yes, you can. And if, listen, you can stop your blessing by locking the door and stopping the system from working on your behalf because you're either using or not, you, depending on how you use or not use the keys. And so, again, keys unlock or lock doors, start and stop systems. Jesus says, I'm giving you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you unlock on earth, heaven will unlock it on your behalf. Whatever you lock on earth, heaven will lock it on your behalf because you have the keys. I'm also giving you the key so that you can start systems working on your behalf. Now watch this. Faith is a key that locks or unlocks doors, starts and stops systems. Listen, every key has a purpose. Every key unlocks a door. Every key starts a system. Faith, gets this, unlocks the door of the impossible and the miraculous. You need to write that down. That's what faith does. Faith, uh, it, it, the key of faith unlocks the door for the impossible and the miraculous. That's what faith does. Uh, and so, and so, first of all, let's talk about what faith is. Let's define faith. And you know, I, I you, Macedonia, you know, I've got my own definition. And we're gonna look at we're gonna look at what the Bible says. Of course, we gotta go with the Bible first. Hebrews chapter eleven, one. You know this one. Hebrews eleven, one. Uh, 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 the writer of Hebrews says, "Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things." not seen. Now, faith is the substance. That word substance, actually in the Greek, we know the Old Testament written in Hebrew, New Testament written in Greek. The word, that word substance there actually means faith is, watch this, is the, the warranty deed, if you will. It's the warranty deed of things hoped for, and it's the evidence of things not seen. What is a warranty deed? When I bought my house, when you buy your house, uh, you, you sit before the attorneys and you do all this signing, like you're signing your life away, basically, uh, all this signing of paper and every, that kind of thing. But they, when you sign, they give you a warranty deed. Now, you're sitting in the attorney's office. You get the, you, get the, uh, you do all the signing, they give, and they give you a copy of the warranty deed. The warranty deed says this house actually belongs to you. Now, you're not in the house. You're not even at the house in most cases, uh, you're in the attorney's office, you're not even at the house, but when you get the paperwork done, when you have all, all the, the, the documentation, that house legally belongs to you without you being at the house, even seeing the house. They give you the keys to the house. Why do they give it to you? Because at that point, the house belongs to you. You can't see it, you're not at it, but it's yours. Faith, my God, I wanna shout right here. Faith is the warranty deed. It is you having the keys, having already have, 
having the deed to the, to the thing without you seeing it. And faith is you. Now, what, what, what do you do after you, after you get, get out of the attorney's office? You go to your house. You go to your house and you use your keys and your, because that is now your house. You didn't have to see it. You could call persons on the phone on the way from the attorney's office and tell them, I got my house. Now, you're not at the house. <laughs> you don't even see the house. But watch this. Because of the fact that you got the deed, you got the warranty deed because you got the keys, it is your house. That's what faith is. Faith is knowing that it's yours without you seeing it, without you actually being at it. You can't touch it, but it's yours. My God, that, that's enough for me to stop right there. That's what faith is. Now, what, so, so, so Hebrews 11.1, 1, faith is the substance of things that you hope for, the evidence of what you cannot see. Now, you know, now here, here's my definition of faith. It's not better. Can't beat the Bible. It's not better than, uh, than, than, than what the writer of Hebrews says, but this one helps me to better understand it. Macedonia, you know, my definition of faith is belief put into action. That's it. Belief put into action. Watch this. You can believe and not have faith, but you can't have faith without believing. Let me say that again. You can believe something without having faith, but you can't have faith without belief. Faith is believing it and then acting on it as if it's already yours. My God, watch this now. There are many people who believe that there is a God. If you ask them, do you believe, believe that there's a God? There, there, I believe there's a God. Do you go to church? No, I don't go to church. Do you worship? No, I don't really worship. Well, you believe that there is a God, but you don't act on your belief. Faith is belief put into action. Watch this. Faith carries with it the connotation of two attributes. Watch this. Trust and expectation. Let me say it again. Faith carries with it the connotation of two attributes, two attributes of faith. There's trust, but then there is an expectation. I trust that God can do it. I trust that God will make a way for me. I trust that God, uh, that he's all powerful. I trust that he's almighty, but I believe, and watch this, and I expect that he will take care of me. I expect that my, that my that enemies who come against me one way will flee seven ways. I expect that no weapon formed against me will prosper. I expect him uh, to, to, to make a way for me out of no way because my faith is my belief and my, my trust and my expectation. Faith opens the door for the impossible and the miraculous. You can't have the impossible and the miraculous without faith. It required the door of the impossible and the miraculous it depends on you using the key of faith. I love what Jesus says. Jesus says uh, on, on, when he's talking about uh, 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 the, 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 what we call, who we call the rich young ruler, uh, he comes to Jesus and he says to Jesus, uh, what must I do to be saved? And Jesus says, you know, the, you know the law, follow the law. Well, you know, I've done all those things. What am I lacking? And Jesus says to him, sell everything that you have and, and give to the poor and come follow me. And the scripture says that the young man, only person who ever walked away from Jesus, sorrowful. He walked away sorrowful. Why? Because he had great possessions and he didn't want to give up the possessions. Jesus responds to his walking away by in, 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 a, in a sorrowful tone saying, how hard is it? How difficult is it for uh, a rich man, a rich woman to get into the kingdom of God? 
Um, and then the, the disciples, because they grew up in a time when they thought that if you were rich, you were already in the kingdom. Um, no, your money don't make you in the kingdom. Jesus says it, it, it's easier for a camel to go through an eye, the eye of a needle than it is for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. And then G the disciples said, well, who can? Who can get into your kingdom? Who can get into this kingdom? Then Jesus makes this statement. He says, with man, it is impossible. But with God, it is possible. All things are possible. With man, it is impossible. With God, all things are possible. Listen to this now. With man, it is impossible. With God, all things are possible. We've been interpreting that as to say God makes or God, God makes all things possible. I believe what Jesus was saying was with God, us with God. Remember, I shared this with you some time ago. God does not act in man's affairs on earth without man allowing God. Ah, that's that word. Allowing God by man's participation to, for, for, for God to act. God requires a man. When God turned uh, the, the earth over to man, gave him dominion, God never took it back. So God, God requires that a man. That's the reason why Jesus had to come in man, in a form of a man, in a form of a body. Why? Because the spirit cannot move on the earth without a body. That's the reason why the demons try to get into the body. They cannot operate on the earth without a body. And so, uh, and the Holy Spirit comes into you to operate so that God can operate through you. So what God, Jesus was saying when Jesus says with man it is impossible, with God all things are possible. I think what God, what Jesus was saying was with you with God, you with God operating in your faith makes the impossible become possible with God. I'm telling you this for you right now. With God, you with God in your operating in your faith, using the key of faith makes the impossible possible. My God, I'm teaching here. Praise God. And so watch this. So watch this. We're going to look at, I'm going I'm to talk about a few things, a few doors that can be opened with faith. And you know this already, but I, I just want to share this with you again. Faith is the key that opens the door to the impossible and starts the system of the miraculous. We're going to look at Matthew chapter 9, Matthew 9, 27 through 29. Matthew 9, 27 through 29. Watch this. Faith, with the key of faith, you can open the door of healing. Faith, with the key of faith, you can open the door of healing. Matthew 9, 27 through 29. Listen to this. And when Jesus departed, departed from there, two blind men followed him, crying and saying, you, uh, Thou son of David, have mercy on us. And when, he, and when he was coming to the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus said to them, Believe you, you that I'm able to do this? They said unto him, Yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it unto you. Now listen to this. Watch this. They're crying, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on us. Jesus says to them, when they get into that, Jesus says to them, Do you believe that I'm able to do this? They says, Yes. Jesus deals with them from the perspective of their belief first. Do you believe that I'm able to do this? Yes, we believe. Then Jesus touched them. Yes, he did. Jesus touched their eyes, but then Jesus said to them, be it unto you according to your faith, which means, watch this, I've touched you. The healing is already done. But if you don't have 
faith, then your eyes won't be open. He touched them. The touch, watch this, their belief, <laughs> their belief opened or, or, or unlocked the door, unlocked the door for their healing. The their belief unlocked the door for their healing, but their faith opened the door and opened their eyes. You got me there? Their belief. Do you believe that I'm able to do this? Yes, we believe. You can. Jesus touches their eyes. He unlocked the door. That was it. He unlocked the door. But watch this. Their faith opened the door. Be it unto you according to your faith. That's what Jesus is saying to us right now. It's going to be unto you according to your faith. Whatever you would have, if you want miracles, if you want the impossible to become possible, Jesus has already, he's already unlocked the door, but your faith will open the door. Watch this. Let's go to the next one. Let me give you, uh, let's go to uh, Matthew chapter 17, verses 14 through 20. Matthew 17, 14 to 20. Matthew 17, 14 to 20 lets us know that the door for deliverance is open by faith. The door for deliverance. Faith opens the door for your deliverance. Matthew 17, uh, 14 to 20. You know this one. Scripture says, and when they were come to the multitude, this is Jesus coming from uh, the uh, coming off of the, the mountain of transfiguration. Uh, uh, Peter, James, John and Jesus. And when they had come to the multitude, they came to uh, there came to him a certain man kneeling down and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is a lunatic and sore vexed. For oftentimes he falls into the fire and often into the water. And I brought him to your disciples and they could not cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, watch this, oh, faithless and perverse generation. Why does Jesus say, oh, faithless and perverse generation? Because he had already given the disciples in, in uh, Matthew chapter 10 the authority to cast out demons. But somehow they lost their faith. He says, oh, faithless and perverse generation. How long? Shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him to me. Then Jesus rebuked the devil. That's the deliverance. And, and he, the, 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 he, he, the demon, departed from him, and the child was cured from that very hour. Then, then came the disciples uh, to Jesus apart or separately from the people and said, why could not we cast him out? Jesus said to them, watch this, because of your unbelief. Many people are suffering with demonic oppression and demonic uh, 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 torment because of their unbelief. Because of your unbelief. But verily I say to you, if you have faith as a, as a grain of a mustard seed, I'm gonna talk about that later. If you have faith as a grain of a mustard seed, you shall say to this mountain, remove, from, uh, from, remove hence to yonder, to a yonder place, and it will be removed for nothing shall be impossible to you. Why? Because of your in faith. Faith opens the door. It makes the impossible possible. But you got to have faith. If you want deliverance, you want to be delivered from, uh, uh, from, from generational curses, if you want to be delivered from uh, 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 poverty or from lack or whatever, you've just got to have faith. Have faith in God. You and God together, your, your faith will unlock and open the door for your deliverance. Let me go give you another one. Let's go to Mark chapter 11, verses 12 through 14. Mark 11, 12 to 14. Listen, faith, get this, get this. Faith 
unlocks the door for miracles, for miracles to happen, miracles to happen, things that uh, seems to be an impossibility. Miracles take place because of your faith. Mark 11, uh, 12, uh, Mark 11, verses 12 through 14. The scripture says, and on the next day, when they had come from Bethany, he, Jesus, was hungry. And seeing a fig tree afar off, having leaves, he came, he, he came. And he happily, and, and, and if, if he came, if happily or possibly, he might find anything on it, on the tree. And when he had come to it, he found nothing but leaves. Listen to this. <clears throat> For the time of figs was not yet. And Jesus answered and said unto it, no man eat from you hereafter forever. And his disciples heard it. Jesus, watch this. He found nothing on a tree but leaves. He came to a fig tree, found nothing on a tree but leaves. He answered it and said, Nobody, no man, no person will eat from you from this point on. You will, uh, no, there, there will be no fruit. Now let's go down to Mark chapter 11, verse 20 through 24, because I'm going to come back to that in a moment. I want to share something with you. And in the morning, this is the next day, as they passed by, the disciples, they saw the fig tree dried up from its roots. And Peter, calling and remember, saith to him, Master, behold, the fig tree which thou cursed is withered away. And Jesus answered and said to him, have faith in God. For verily I say to you, that whosoever shall say to this mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. That's that expectation. That's the belief, trust, but expectation. Believe that those things shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore, I say to you, what, thi what, so what things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Let's go back for a moment because this thing is power packed. Listen, Jesus was hungry. He he he's hungry. He's been traveling. He's hungry. He wants to get something to eat. He sees a fig tree in the distance and he goes to the fig tree to see if uh, any figs is on it. Now, the scripture does say that it was not the time for figs. But watch this. When, <laughs> get, get this. When Jesus shows up, he's always looking for fruit. My God, you need to get that one. That's not a part of the message, but you need to get that because when God shows up, he's always looking for fruitfulness in what he creates. He's always looking because remember, <laughs> remember, God, 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 God does what? Watch this, watch this, watch this. When God speaks, his, re, his word does not return void, empty. It produces. God spoke you into the, to the world. He spoke you into existence. He's expecting you to not come to him empty-handed. He's expecting you to come with fruitfulness. So watch this. This is powerful. So he goes to the fig tree. It was not the time of figs, but this is Jesus. That fig tree should have popped some figs out just because God had showed up. And then scripture says, this is interesting. The scripture says, and Jesus answered and said unto it. Wow, that's powerful. Jesus answered and said unto it, no man, no, 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 no man eat fruit from you hereafter. And his disciples heard it. Jesus answered. Now, what did the fig tree say 
for Jesus to answer. In order for there to be an answer, there's got to be a question. There's got to be a statement. There's got to be, what did the fig tree say? You know what the fig tree said? I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you are the son of God. I don't care if you are God in the flesh. I'm going to do what I want to do. And, I, and all I feel like putting out right now is nothing but leaves, no fruitfulness. And Jesus answered and said, okay, since you've decided to defy your maker, since you decided to not produce fruit for your maker, let nobody eat from you ever again. And the scripture says the next day, that fig tree was withered up from the roots, not from top down, but from bottom up. That the fig tree had withered and the disciples saw it and said, how soon has the fig tree withered away when you spoke to it and cursed it? Jesus says, watch this, have faith in God. Now get this now. That word, have, that, that's, that statement, have faith in God, in the, it, that's what we have in the English. But in the Greek, it, it actually says, have faith God. Have faith God. Or have the faith of God. The faith of God. When God speaks, he expects things to happen. Expectation. When God speaks, when he speaks it into, he speaks it into existence, boom. It, it exists. What God is, what Jesus is saying is, you've got to have the same faith of God. Faith, watch this. Oh, God, I'm about to say something. Faith puts you in the God class. Yes, it does. Faith puts you in the God class. Faith says, I'll speak it and it will take place. Why? Because I have the power to speak it into existence. My God, this is powerful here. And, and, and then Jesus goes on to say, if you, if you speak to the mountain, that's that word, speak. I'm going to talk about that in a moment. Speak to the mountain. If you believe it, in your heart, he says, if you if you believe that it will take place in your heart without doubting, that mountain will move. My God. And he says, whatsoever you desire when you pray, believe expectation that you receive it. Now, he, now watch this, that you receive it and you will have it. He does not say believe that you will receive it. He says, believe that you believe that when you pray in faith, when you use that key of faith, Believe that it's already yours and you will have it. Not believe that you will. Oh, God, next week's going to do it. No, you got to walk around saying, I got that thing, baby. It's mine. That, that blessing is mine. God's favor is mine. That house is mine. That car is mine. My healing is mine. And you believe that you already got it. If you believe that in your heart, Jesus says, and I believe the word of God, Jesus says, and you shall have it. Faith is the key. To unlock the miraculous in your life. Let me get you this. Let me give you this one. Let's watch this. Watch this. Let's go to Luke chapter 17, verse 5. Just that one verse. I want to get you there. I want to get you here. Watch this. Because Jesus says something here about the faith of a mustard seed in Matthew and in, in Mark chapter 11. But I want to talk about Luke chapter 17, verse 5. Listen to this. And the apostle, apostle said to the Lord, increase our faith. They think faith is about a size. Watch this. And the Lord said, if you have faith as a grain of a mustard seed, you might say, you can say, you, you might say to the sycamore tree, be thou plucked up by the root and be thou planted in the sea and it shall obey you. Here it is. That tree hears you again. Watch this. Whatever you speak hears you. Watch this. Jesus says, they say to him, increase our faith. They see Jesus doing these miracles and they know he's doing it because of his faith. They say increase our faith because it's got to be about, watch this, the amount or the size of faith. Jesus does, watch this, Jesus says, 
if you have faith, see, we've messed this up. We've messed this up, and we've had Jesus saying, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed. That is not what Jesus said. Jesus says, if you have faith as a grain of a mustard seed. Why? Watch this. Because within the mustard seed, if you know a mustard seed, it's a very, very small seed. Within the mustard seed is the system to start growth to produce fruit. In the mustard seed is already the system. All that you have to do is plant the seed and the system of the mustard will begin to function. Jesus says, stop being so concerned about the amount of faith, how much. It's not about the amount. It's not about the size. It's about you starting the system working on your behalf. All you have to have is faith to believe that the impossible is possible and the miraculous will come to pass and you start the system. You plant that, 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 seed, uh, that, that, that seed of your faith and you begin the system working on your behalf and you'll see fruit. It's not about the amount. Oh, give me more faith. No, you don't need more faith. You just need to use the faith you have to unlock the door and start the system working on your behalf. Now listen, I want you to notice this. Notice this, I'm almost done. Almost every situation, every scripture that I gave you, almost every scripture that I gave you, Jesus speaks, and he talks about speaking to something, and it will come to pass. Watch this. Why? Because watch this. Your words are a testimony of your faith. That's right. Your words are a testimony. If you walk around complaining all the time, that's a testimony of your faith. You walk around always having a pity party, that's a testimony of your faith. But if you walk around declaring the goodness of the Lord, declaring I am healed, I am prosperous, I am, I am highly favored, I am the blessing, the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, I am blessed. I, if that is a testimony of your faith, and when you speak it, you draw what you speak to you. Your words are a testimony of your faith. So watch this. Speak your prosperity. I'm here. I'm done right here. Speak your blessing. Speak your healing, speak your deliverance, speak uh, favor on your life, speak goodness into your life, speak, speak happiness into your life. Because when you speak it, when you speak it, you speak faith and you unlock and open the door for that to come to you. You will have, Jesus says, whatever you say. So why not say blessings? Why not say prosperity? Why not say, I am living the life I was born to live and then declare, what kind of life is that? I am living the kingdom life. Your faith makes the impossible possible and it starts systems of favor and blessing working on your life. The key to making impossible possible, the key to seeing the miraculous is your faith. God bless you, my brothers and my sisters. There's so many other scriptures I could have given you and so many other. The whole Bible is filled with from Genesis to, Re to Revelation. It's all about obedience, faith. And then we're going to talk about another one on, on, on Sunday. We want to make sure you get this. On, on Sunday, we're going to talk about sacrifice. That's right. Don't you miss that message now. And I'm not just talking about money. It's not even, I'm going to share with you, it's not really not even so much about money. But we're going to talk about sacrifice or giving. That's another key uh, in the kingdom Key, a key of the kingdom of God that you need to operate so that you can be blessed. My brothers, my sisters, God bless you. God keep you. I pray that God's favor will be upon you. I pray that you operate in your faith, in your faith, not just belief, but your trust 
and your expectation, believing that what you speak, you will see, and what you say will be drawn to you. God bless you. God keep you. Listen, let me give you some announcements, some exciting things happening. Listen, next Saturday, uh, uh, actually Saturday 26, this Saturday, um, we're going to be um, having our, our collective prayer outside. We, I want every Ma Macedonian member, all you, all persons in Augusta, come on and share with us. Social distancing, have your mask on. We'll have some chairs set up. We're going to have, watch this, we're going to have collective prayer outside, but we're also, watch this, right after collective prayer, we're going to have, we normally have lessons on the table, lessons from the table uh, after prayer, but we're going to have an outdoor Saturday Bible study. And so Saturday, if the weather permits, now if it's raining, of course, we won't do it, but weather permits, we're going to have prayer at nine o'clock in the morning, and then we're going to have, um, we're going to have at 9.30, whenever prayer is over, we're going to start a, uh, our Bible study, outdoor Bible study, half an hour, 45 minutes uh, or so. We just want to get together, but we want to study together also. That's going to be coming up on this coming Saturday at 9 o'clock. Please come early because we're starting prayer at 9 o'clock. We always start, you, you know, you've been watching us on Facebook Live and on the website. We start prayer at, it, promptly at 9 o'clock for our international uh, uh, viewers as well. Prayer, and then we're going right into Bible study on this coming Saturday, the 26th at 9 o'clock. Also, I'm excited about this. We've been doing it. We started our first Friday uh, parking lot praise party this coming first Friday, October the 2nd. I'm excited to tell you we're going to do something a little different. It's not going to be at 7 o'clock. It's going to be 8 o'clock. The reason why it's going to be at 8 o'clock, we know it's getting dark then, is because we're going to have a drive-in movie. <laughs> That's right. We're going to have a drive-in movie in our parking lot on the 2nd, a drive-in movie. I'm not going to tell you what the movie is right now. I'll share that with you a little bit later. But on the 2nd at 8 o'clock in the evening, again, unless it's raining, we're going to have drive-in movie. Our parking lot service is going to be a parking lot drive-in movie. We're going to have a drive-in movie right here at Macedonia on the 2nd at 8 o'clock in the evening. Now, you need to come early. You need to come early so you can get your, your parking place. You know how we used to do when we go, um, go to the drive-in movie. We, you know, you're not supposed to do it, but we used to bring in our, our popcorn. And you know, some of y'all had popcorn in my family. We brought in chicken and <laughs> and bread and chicken and all that french fries all that kind of stuff and drinks and that kind of thing and um uh, uh okay I'm, I'm gonna tell my mother and my father a little bit but um you know when you know it was it was five of us and my mother and father could afford to get um you know get everybody you know into uh pay pay adult price and so um, a couple of times when I was 15, I'd tell folk I was 12 and I was 11. They ain't believe it because I was too tall anyway. But anyway, you ain't going to have to pay anything. All you got to do is just come on the 2nd at 8 o'clock drive-in movie night here at Macedonia. You bring your own goodies now. We're not providing any popcorn or anything like that, um, but you bring your own goodies. Anyway, and then I'm excited about this also. On the 18th of October, we're celebrating our 151st church anniversary 151 years macedonia's been in existence and just like we're going through now the church has gone through many dangers tolls and snares but you know what we've already come why because it was grace that brought us safe thus far and grace will lead us on and so we're going to be celebrating here at the church we're going to have a service at 10 o'clock in the morning special guest uh uh artists I'm excited about this. I just, I, I love this brother's work uh, in, in The Lion King, and uh, you've seen him on commercials. And, you, you, you know, uh, brother Russell Joel Brown is going to be our special guest recording artist. He's going to be doing a couple of selections for us and just sharing with us. Uh, I, I'm just excited about this brother. I'm excited about having him come. 
Brother Russell Joel Brown for our church anniversary on October the 18th at 10 o'clock in the morning, weather permits. All right. God bless you. God keep you, my brothers and my sisters. Don't miss Sunday's message. We're talking about the key of giving and sacrifice, the key of giving and sacrifice. And I'll share with you then what doors they open. God bless you. God keep you. This is my prayer. Peace.